Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Monday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs are fiddling with those knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Dave, Martin, I am uh, back from the Oscars last night. Um, this is going to surprise you, but I think Jimmy Kimmel was the best part. I really do. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> he was he was great, and I think we should acknowledge Jimmy Kimmel's not here. You are. You're drunk, aren't you? You're still drunk <laughs> from those after parties. I am a good half a dozen Diet Cokes in and uh, about uh, eight quesadillas, many quesadillas. Yeah, yeah. I don't screw around when I get there. I'm like, hey, Spielberg, watch this. And he's like, ah. Oh. He nods and then walks away. But yeah, uh, it was a good night. It was a lot of fun. I felt like um, Jimmy got the groans when he wanted to. And then the jokes landed um, after he landed via parachute, which, by the way, I don't think should go unnoticed. It's not a death defying stunt, obviously, but it really does. I was looking at that as he parachuted into the, you know, from the top of the, the, the ceiling of the Dolby Theater. And I was like, wow, that's something that could, even if there's 1% chance of you getting hurt, that could take you out of your game when you should well, be what do they concentrating say? on things like uh, inflection and where everyone is in the audience, right? A, a pro Live theater, damage. what do they say when you go out right before you go out on the stage? Break a leg. Not literally, Kimmel. <laughs> what right. if you broke your leg? I, I, I in fact, really did think that that was going to be his first joke. Like I decided to take break a leg to the next <laughs> level and literally do it. The start. He's yeah. so stupid. That was such a stupid risk, Martin. I don't know. You don't take risks like that. That should be in the contract heading in. Um, did you get to see it, Martin at all? No, I watched, uh, I watched Jimmy's monologue and then that was, I wanted to see how he would address the slap. I thought he did a great job. Oh, I thought good, he was very good, funny. Good. Um, yeah. especially, uh, in terms of when he goes, just do what you did last year. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like that was, I, I laughed out loud when I saw that. Yeah. What did he say? If you, if you are to rush the stage, you're going to be penalized with an Academy award and a 19 minute, uh, acceptance speech or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious, like if there were any moments in which the crisis team got off of like <laughs> alert level green, you know, like, did you think there was any like yellow moments? Like when, uh, like the bad when Brandon Fraser goes up there for best actor, they're like, All right, everybody, everybody, be careful. Everybody, someone said happy birthday to uh, somebody that must have been, um, yeah, that must have thrown them for a loop. Yeah, you're right. I wonder what was the closest. To oh, if they didn't have, I, I'd be very surprised if they didn't have a couple of units devoted specifically to Cousin Sal. I mean, that would be the biggest problem area. Watch oh, out that yeah. the, the Jimmy would say, keep an eye on him the entire time. I, well, he, he He's up to no good. He's a stinker. He's a mixer. Watch him. Listen, I um, luckily for them, I was preoccupied with betting on these because, you know, listen, let's let's face it. I, I thought my cousin did really well, but it drags. It's a three and a half hour event. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to bet on all these categories. And check Martin. I did very well. I, I don't want to lie. I really... I, le I lost with Angela Bissett, 
for uh, supporting actress. And I won everything else. Now, listen, mm. it was mostly chalk. It was all chalk. I'm not going to lie. Brandon Fraser was the one that I was a little nervous about. He was minus 180 to win for best actor, and he did win. Um, I did not, on our prop culture uh, contest, bet that he would cry, and he, he did. Nate Meads got nine right. Good job by him. That was tough. Uh, he had dress color right. Uh, will Jimmy allude to the slap in the first minute, which he didn't, and best actor crying, but... Boy, that's the way to do it, guys. I, I really forget. I should have forget March Madness. I should just bet the Oscars all the way through. Martin, I don't know if you were keying in on any of the categories, but everything, everywhere, all the time won everything, everywhere, all, all the night. <laughs> all the time. And then the uh, the Nazis got a big shout out with the war movie. I mean, what a what an evening! It was like. Uh, World War Two, I thought. <laughs> I, I did do well on my. Uh, I did do well on my prop quiz. I got Brendan Fraser right. I had uh, Michelle uh, as best actress. Everything, yeah. and I just pretty much everything everywhere all at once was my choice for everything and anti Elvis. So that was. I feel like I did well on all all parts there, uh, but I didn't bet on anything. My my one big bet, Sal. I don't know if you remember. I told you this two three years yeah. ago. Um, you and Rachel Bonetta, I was listening to a podcast on this very uh -huh. network, Extra Points, and y'all were talking, you're singing the praises of Parasite. And I saw Parasite was 275, whereas uh, -huh. uh 1917 was a favorite. I had, for some reason at that point in time, seen like all of the movies. I was like, yo, Parasite's the one for me. Put a unit down. Thanks for that. So right now I'm one and oh. And entertainment okay. You want to keep your streak going. I see. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got to pick my spots, you know. I Exactly. I, listen, I'm an undefeated professional wrestler. And they're like, hey, why don't you come back in the ring? I'm like, no, I don't want you to take that away from me. I know I'm going to lose eventually. Um, I can't do it. Uh, Sheck, the in memoriam. Boy, I was so close. I thought Raquel Welsh would be last. But then they had, I don't want to um, belittle uh, his importance, but they had some producer next, right, right to close out the Oscars. Or the uh, in memoriam. I, I thought that, yeah, was, that was weird. That, Why that did they stunk. do that? I to 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 defeat you and anybody who I bet see. on it. It was it was the way to do it. Um, yeah, the in memoriam was unusual. I thought the way it flowed. But I uh, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second here. Listen, dude. Go ahead. We have. They're going to be handing out. They handed out bids last night. Aaron Rodgers is handing himself over to somebody soon. It may right. even happen over the course of these next few minutes that we have together. But I, what? Give me the behind the scenes. I watched the show. I saw what happened. Tell me behind the scenes. Who who'd you who'd you play grab? with well who's the biggest star you you said hello to and uh, had exchange with? I you got had to be. So did you talk the, to Solo? The Spielberg? No, no, no. He doesn't speak anymore. He's very stoned. He just like just stares in the middle. It was amazing. He got uh, on the prompter, whatever he said. No, no. Uh, Spielberg, I, I nodded to. Michelle Williams got a nod. Uh, the kid, guy from uh, the 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 Irish movie with the no fingers, he was there. Mm -hmm. I, I just said hello, great job, congratulations. That's it. Did they, did, did they interact with you? I mean, like beyond the the cursory, like hi, how are you? Oh, have a fun night. Have a fun. Did you did you kibitz no, at all with no. anybody of no? No, I don't care. I, to me, it, I just talked to the Kimmel staff, and it's funny. Baby doll. I mean, really, what, what's going to be more entertaining than hanging with baby doll for? Did he have any? Did he have any uh, gems uh, observing uh, observing any of the big time celebrities? 
Not just smoking. Just uh, he was focused on smoking and stuff like that. Okay, in a a, a tented uh, area, he wasn't supposed to be. But then you go off to a party. Where? What party do you go to? With Jimmy, you go the governor's ball. Yeah, across the way. But then they go. The important people go to the Vanity Fair and the Madonna party and everything else. Martin, I expect to see you there. Uh, I I think it's over under (laughs) a year and a half before you get to one of these big parties. I don't know how you're gonna do it. I almost was at one this year. So I, I would oh, take really? the under. I would take the under. I okay, expect good. to be. I expect to be at the next uh, Academy Awards. Honestly. All right. Good. Do you have anything Any to wear? Under. That's what I'm worried about. Well, I do have the Michigan bathing suit that you got me. <laughs> I am curious. You know, I, I'm like dress codes have relaxed almost everywhere. Yeah. How soon? Like, is, like, what are the shoes like? Is everybody wearing hard bottom shoes at the Oscars? Because I feel like people are sneaking in. Or I should say, is it even sneaking in, Jordan? Because I would probably try to wear a pair of Jordans. Yeah, why not? I mean, we talked about this with Jimmy. There is no dress code, right? So you could do what you want. Did you see that one woman who bought, wore that, uh, like, giant handkerchief? Um, I don't know if you saw. She was in the audience in the middle. But I, I'm not even <laughs> I saw sure, it. You but, think you're yeah. talking about 10. It's like that lizard oh, it? yeah. who's ha- or, or like that yeah. thing from Jurassic Park that when challenged, it opens right. up its, its big, you know, thing around its head. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Unfair. Yeah. Well, congratulate. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say this. I was reminded of this watching Solo when he came out, Dr. Jones, when he came out and he had his nice movie, m- nice moment with short round people who are, um, you know, enthusiasts of the work of Dr. Indiana Jones and his mm. surrounding group. I was happy for that moment. We got to give I-, I said it last week. Tom Cruise should have won something for saving movies. We've overthought this, that that Top Gun didn't win more, oh, given yeah. what it did for the movies. We got to start cashing these in now while these people are still around not after they pass we must give solo an academy award he played hand solo dr indiana jones rick deckard john book what more can a man do the president of the united states he saved air force one let's go already with with we got to give him an award tom cruise an award enough with the with the with the artists achieving you know like it was nice for brendan frazier what about what about dr indiana jones is he the greatest athlete to never win a title? Oh, wait a minute. No, no. Yes. Now we're, yes. this is a, he is. <laughs> that same thing. Yeah, it is. It kind of is. All right. I, I Listen, I have no problem giving him an award, but it's, um, you know, what, what, what kind of role does he have to play? I think he has to play like a Brendan Free. Could he gain 400 pounds? I mean, is this something he wants to do <laughs> in his 70s? That would be good. He's like, I have to do this. <laughs> I do it for the craft. I need to win. Uh, speaking of winners, anyone who comes to our watch party this week in Vegas, Kimmel Comedy Club, it's me, it's Harry, Mikey Meatballs will be there Thursday and Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to bet race to 10. I'm going to have $10 bills for everybody who joins. Uh, there's going to be drinks, all sorts of stuff. We're here, guys. We did it. And also, our contest, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Listen to this. This is how stupid I am. Mortgage madness, we're calling it. Just fill out a perfect bracket for the first week. And if you fill out the whole thing, but if you're perfect after the first weekend, the first weekend, I'll pay your mortgage for the year. Otherwise, $1,000 to the That's how difficult. I'm not going to say, oh, fill out a perfect bracket. Then No, no, no one could do that. Just the first weekend. What is that? 32 games? No. 16, 32. All right. It's a lot of games. But get perfect, and uh, I'll pay your mortgage. And if you don't have a mortgage... Buy a house and then I'll pay your mortgage, right, Martin? That's fair enough. I thought you were just buy me a house. I'll buy. I'm house. gonna win yeah. this thing. I'm Martin? winning this thing. Oh yeah, 
I didn't mean now now that now that you've put the stakes out there like this. Now I gotta win. You gotta win. So did you? Uh, how much did you stare at this bracket, Mark? It's out there, and uh, obviously now Alabama, Houston, um, sorry, Kansas, and Purdue are the one seeds. Only two of those teams won their conference tournaments. Um, I think the East and the West are the toughest. West with Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga, UConn, I think is the toughest region. The East with Purdue, Marquette, and Kansas State. This is, um, I'm bleary-eyed, like I said, from those quesadillas, so I don't know. But, Martin, you have a better sense of this? Uh, no, I, I'm with you. I, I think the South is going to be tough. Too. I think Alabama is just a wagon in general, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think, like, with everything that that team – has been through and surrounded the drama that surrounded that team. They just keep winning. Brandon Miller is, is an animal. I think That's Arizona's good, really good, too. I'm just surprised. I'm looking to see right now, how is Gonzaga going to lose well before the Final Four? You know what I'm saying? Which one is, which team is going to be the one to bounce them? Well, not a one anymore, right? So there are three. And so, you know, they could essentially meet uh, UCLA. But by the way, Shaq, this is the thing people scream about the most. If, if you're a two or a three, and it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter, right? I know people are getting crazy about that, but UCLA would play Gonzaga as the two-three in that matchup. Boy, that's a pretty good one. I that feels like they're on a collision course of the when when you start trying to do the head-to-heads and what yeah. possibly could who could meet each. I feel like as far down the line as that one is, that's the clearest cut one. I I'm hearing too much buzz officially though. This is the way I do things: is to if there's too much love being given to a team is a little under the radar and the Zags are that I'm backing off too much, too much officially at this point about them. I'm with you about the East. That's my pick for the, mm. for the toughest region. Um, certainly it's, it's as though they penalized Purdue. They, I think Purdue deserved it, even though they didn't finish up the season as strong necessarily the last month. Um, they gave them a one seed, but they're like, we're keeping our eye on you, though, because we're going to put right. you into the toughest region there. I mean, they're going to catch in all likelihood Memphis in, you know, uh, the first weekend. So so, yep. so that's a rugged matchup there. The overarching thing that I will say is the, the number one play of the tournament to me is I like Arizona going to the final four. That's uh, the the jump to the near end of this tournament. I like I, I like the Wildcats coming out of the Pac-12 to uh, make a run. That was a fun did. one Saturday night. And yeah. to think that Matherin could have stayed and, um, and then they would have been like the, 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 the far and away the favorite to win this whole thing. Yeah, that was a fun one against uh, UCLA. Um, yeah, I mean, all these teams, uh, do you like Sheck? I know you don't like a team losing the conference championship game, but still getting a one. You had to still give Kansas a one because going in, they were going to, they were the overall, uh, number one, one. So I guess you I, well, I think it's I, right. Exactly. In Kansas, do, do we think that the big 12 is the best conference? Yes, we do. We all sign off on that. Not yeah. the sec, right? Well, Kansas lost the conference title game. And yeah. and Alabama vaults them. It's very weird. The math is like, I guess it's that it's very simple math, basically, in the sense mm-hmm. that every game counts equally, it measured by the committee. Like the games that the first game of the season and those conference title games played as recently as Sunday afternoon count the exact same, and that's the measure 
of these teams. It seems crazy to me. KU is the best team. So why would they not be, or, or Houston? And they're both technically or by the seedings, the number one, number one seed is Alabama. Color me unimpressed. Yeah. Uh, Houston had Sasser out yesterday. So that led to a, a, a surprise, an upset. What do they call them? A surprise. They call that an upset. When you lose, you're not supposed to. But, Martin, I think you're right about this Alabama team, man. They just look so smooth and so athletic and so, I don't know, they, they have that uh, glide to the rim um, kind of thing that you look for in a team like this that, like, seems to matter in the, like, elite from the Elite Eight on. Who's your pick, Martin? Uh, I had TCU wait to start. The, no, <laughs> no, I had TCU to start the year. But yeah. I think um, I'm going to pick Alabama to win it all. All right. Uh, Houston I do think is six to one. Alabama seven to one. Kansas ten and Purdue ten. And then Texas out of the two is a uh, twelve to one. UCLA twelve and uh, Shex Wildcats twelve to one. But so you have uh, you like wait? I'm sorry. You said Alabama. I'm already. Yeah, I was. Just, I like Alabama, but I do think they uh, they the winner of Arizona and Alabama. I think will probably be my national title. Damn, it's exciting. Very exciting. And we'll be there at the Kimmel Comedy Club. Get it all going. Shaq, we didn't mention it. Pitt makes it as an 11 seed, but playing Not game. great, though. Not great. Yeah, I thought they would give get a little more respect there. I don't know. But, uh, they got to get by Mississippi State, and they're an underdog. You're getting, getting a point and a half. This is tomorrow night. Yeah, um, it's it's weird. I don't want to bellyache too much about it because, uh, you know, where the season started for this particular basketball team, bottom of the barrel in the ACC, and they were in the mix to almost get it. I mean, they it came down to a buzzer beater that barely rimmed out a week ago down in Miami. Otherwise, they win the regular season of the ACC. All right, right. they got into the tournament. I will point to, to nitpick, why would NC State, who Pitt beat head-to-head, be a higher seed and not have a play in game. It makes no sense whatsoever that that would be the case, but all right, listen, let's, let's go get them bulldogs. Let's beat Mississippi state and then take a run at, at Iowa state. I think there's a real chance, um, you know, full disclosure, I'm not terribly steeped in, in Mississippi state basketball right now, but I do like the, the old man strength, relatively speaking of a bunch of 23, 24 year olds going against a bunch of school kids. I think that is a legit yeah. advantage. So yeah, I'm, I, I'll take the Panthers. Um, not just based on a Homer pick, but I, I just blindly not having seen Mississippi state. I like the, a bunch of would be, you know, I guess borderline veterans playing in a playing game. Right. Speaking of Pip, we've gone 20 minutes and you've not mentioned the Pens beating the Rangers. So it must not matter to you. We can move on. We don't have to, you don't have to, you and Spaghetti, we're going to, we were arguing over whose team was, um, had less of a chance in this game. <laughs> well, I was just kidding with Spaghetti. Spaghetti declared <laughs> on our group text message before the, before the game, like, no, Rangers have no chance. Rangers can't win this. <laughs> Why would they not? They have no chance to win the game. Um, but now listen, they're the the for all my uh, vexation, I they're, they're going to go to the playoffs, the Penguins. So uh, that was they that are was spaghetti. Good. No thanks to your range, they couldn't step up. We needed just a couple more wins here to knock that team out. You're not worried though, right? Well, Rangers have two games versus them uh, at MSG, I believe Thursday and Saturday. Um, but I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't surprised this outcome. I mean, the Penguins won. Yeah. Like they scored the two of their goals came with three Rangers on the ice. So um, questionable call, not called on Pedersen, cross-checking Kreider in the head, but that's to be expected. <laughs> um, so, but it's, you know, Halak played well, but it's your backup goalie in a day game after a night game. They're still missing Ryan Lingren, which really hurts the defense. The Rangers forwards played sloppy. It's, it's fine. They got a point out of the game. Not, not too upset. 
All right. Why did they only have three on the ice? They should put more players on the they ice, should. Spaghetti. That, if was, you that was bad. For God's <laughs> sakes. Spaghetti with the officiating is, I love complaining about the officiating, but it's like Vinny Trocek, that was interference on him though, right? Spaghetti, you'll admit that. They, the referees lost control of the game. They were not very good on either side, um, but I'm just saying they did miss a clear, uh, like Pedersen was, he cross-checked Kreider in the head and they sent Kreider to the box for a roughing. It was just, uh, it was pretty absurd. <laughs> All right. Also absurd. Uh, sorry. Right back to college uh, basketball for a second. Then we'll move on. Lenardi, Joe Lenardi. Now this guy, check, you begrudge him for this job. He's made. Uh, I'm jealous uh, of him. That's all. Well, I looked it up in the last um, even decade. He's made ninety three million dollars picking um, picking the bracket. And he got no, I don't think he's made that much. Sixty seven <laughs> out of sixty eight. I also got sixty seven. Right. Weirdly, I had a uh, baby face. Joel's uh, Hofstra flying Dutchman over Pitt. But whatever. That's, that's <laughs> a chance you, you take there. But uh, sixty seven out of sixty eight. I'm, I'm trying to think like how many he would have to get wrong year after year before he they he had to step aside and somebody else came in. But 67 out of 68 will get him uh, renewed. Well, well, so, but you just proved it. I don't want to diminish your deed, Sal. I don't know whether <laughs> to, do. to begrudge <laughs> or resent Joe Lenardi, as I say all the time. I'm resentful yeah. of him because we all could come pretty close to doing exactly what he did. We all know mm -hmm. who's going to the tournament by the time all hash is settled. Once all those conference tournaments are played, we all could do exactly what Lenardi, he gets this crazy credit like 99 percent like yeah exactly what sal just did and to that yeah. point i'm vexed <laughs> I on your behalf yeah i'm vexed on your behalf you're doing it old school this Lenardi <laughs> cat i don't know how many how many people are on his staff you're scratching them down on a dirty pad of paper right like like, it, like it's 1984 or something i yes. want you to start doing this you need to present we have 364 days now to get this right, but we have to mm -hmm. figure out you're the regular guy's answer to this to this Lenardi character with all his fancy computers and everything else. Sal going old school on the pad. We'll track it every Thank week you. or maybe once a month, and you'll do just as well as Lenardi. And if Lenardi is within the sound of my voice right now, challenge one year from now, Sal will beat you head-to-head wow. -head or at least match you or – a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I was just going to say this guy. Yeah, you're right. Or his That's house. A good contest. That's a good contest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe he pays my mortgage for a year. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not making anything. I'm I'm actually out like eleven dollars in fancy pens uh, as a result of writing it down <laughs> on pad. Martin, you have to unlock this though. How do you become the next Joe Lenardi? How do you? I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm not even talking about college basketball, but. If you could well, somehow I mean, pick the, N if, the NFL draft, if out of the 32. Yes, Mel Kuyper did it too, right? Yes, this is great, Marty. Let's figure this out. You become the wizard of prediction of gambling on the first round of the NFL. Go. Yeah, but Mel Kuyper goes eight for 32 or six for 32, and that's that's good, right? I just feel like the, the competition is, is not that stiff. Like if you have you had Mel Kiper there, but you know there's Todd McShay's that are that are creeping up. Everybody's got their own like the CBS Sports analyst Jonathan John. Everybody got their own guy now, but yeah. it's just it's pretty much just been Lunardi across the board. Sal, if anything, you're definitely more funny than Joe Lunardi. So maybe oh, you, no. uh, I don't accept that. <laughs> I do not accept it. Maybe I should so, do it for award shows. I don't know. I think that's uh, that's a good that's one. A, but well, how did it start with Lenardi? Did he 
did he pick it perfect a couple years and say, hey, guys, uh, look at me here. You know, this uh, is this is we're on to something with this. This is the thing. Yeah. Kuiper out of his basement or wherever, 20, 30, 40 years ago, started doing this. There was a vacuum. He filled it. Lenardi, same thing goes with March Madness. What's the next one of those? And or do we issue a challenge? to the first round of the draft, Daniel Jeremiah, mm. Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper, whoever else, who can get closest to accurate, and let's put some some real jack on this one. Isn't I'm talking thing, something when you, heavy. When, when, you, when you move schools, right, when you go to a new school, you pick out the biggest bully and you beat the crap out of them. You yes. got to make a statement. That's what we're going to do. Daniel Jeremiah, big, big bully, big bully. We're going to take <laughs> him down. Babyface, you have thoughts on this? You have to have like a fancy name, like when you're a bracketologist and you give it like a yeah, name, you're right? Or, or like Steve Kornacki became the political guru at the map. He was the map guy, and and with Dave, he is the fruit. He is the fruit master. The fruit Thank you. guy. Yes, Thank you. you're Thank number you. one fruit, Dave. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I think Wait, that's what? how we do it. Oh. Well, you said it. I thought. All right. <laughs> Listen, let's take a break and talk about our uh, beloved uh, NFL. Uh, although that's what we were just talking about, I think. All right. We'll be right back. Spoiler alert. You're not going to win every bet you place. But with Caesar Sportsbook, win or lose, every bet gives you reward credits and tier credits, which you can exchange for the best perks in the game. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets and more. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app and start earning with Caesar's rewards. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. Uh, now, we're trying to come to a compromise with this Patrick Mahomes playoff team. Wait discussion. a second. I, I don't yes. want to talk about come Mahomes. All. Yeah. You didn't give no. us your pick. No. So what's your, give us your two or three best bets right here, Sal. Oh, Me for, and Mark. Uh, yeah, oh, our, for the whole thing. Our, well, I had Houston as a, uh, I had Houston as a preseason um, team. And uh, so I'm going to stick with that. 
And I do like Martin's TCU pick. I know it's a six seed. Uh, it's not great, and they would have to run up against UCLA eventually. So uh, I don't want to steal from you, Martin, but I did like the way they played down the stretch. So uh, Jamie Dixon, I will yes. say, is somebody who's steeped in Jamie yep. Dixon lore, as you know. Uh, the The problem Jamie is Jamie Baby he, Doll Dixon. Yeah, right. He he plays his brand of ball is wildly successful in the regular season. It does mm -hmm. hit a ceiling though, based on the philosophy of it. At some point along the way, you need to outshoot. You need to just straight up outscore the team you're playing against. His teams don't typically rise to I that. I disagree with that outscoring the opponent, but whatever you, but I mean, I mean, shootouts, <laughs> I mean, in a shootout, in a shootout, you just have to like the defense is not the issue. It's just who can score, who can uh, All right. jack it up and uh, bury a bunch of deep Take shots. Take it up with Lenardi. Um, right. uh, so this Mahomes thing, I guess we could put this away. I mean, Shaq says we agree. I don't know that we agree, but kind of, yeah, you, agree. you and me, I guess, kind of agree. But you and Spaghetti don't? Well, I think I, I, let, anyone let, who let's says. Just go, let, let's just go up because people don't know ahead. what we're talking about. I right. think, I think it's, it, it came off this whole thing with who is heads and shoulders better than the second best in their sport. And it was a lot of Connor McDavid talk and Patrick Mahomes was thrown in there. And then I think you said, or I don't know what the, I swear to God, the original number was four is Patrick Mahomes worth four wins to a bad team. And you're like, you really think he is? I was like, yeah, of course. I did say that. Yes, I did okay. say that. So but you that said, point, but I said, do you think yeah. that if you put Patrick Mahomes on the 2022 Chicago bears, I'm with you. they yeah. would go, they would, they would go 10 and seven and in the playoffs. Marty yes. is the first to react. Cause I went back and listened to it. Cause you called me. You're like, you definitely, you said, you said Velvel, Shaq, whatever you said. Yeah. You definitely said that. I went back. I was like, did okay. I say, okay, let me check. Okay, I, I did say it. I do think I said so. 10 and 7 playoffs. Marty goes, absolutely. Second round. You, Sal, Sal Iacono's voice says, sure. 10 and yes, 7? Yes, I, I, I still agree. go to the playoffs? I mean, that's yeah, great. I, I still agree. Like, uh, honestly, the Seahawks were supposed to win three games, Shaq, and, and Geno Smith took them to the playoffs. So why why is this? I don't know. This Because we saw the Bears, because the Bears played their season with a with a better-than-average quarterback in Justin Fields, and they won three games. The difference would not be Mahomes from a guy who played pretty well in Justin Fields wouldn't be worth seven wins to get him into the playoffs. I think he could I just don't be. think that's I think true. But I also think now we're like, you, you, say, you even say, say he's worth four or five. So you think he can get to eight. And I'm like, no, no, I think he can get to nine or 10. So maybe we are making too much of this one win. I guess, but it's also whatever. a sliding scale. The wins above replacement. If you put him on like the Eagles are the worst example, but if you put him, if you put Patrick Mahomes on the Eagle, I it, put him on the Eagles, on the chargers, on the teams that were already in the playoffs, he wouldn't be worth four more wins. Than no, no, not like two, that. No, was, could he take more. a bad team to the playoffs was, was the whole thing. I think we all agreed on that. Now we did change it. Then I'm like, okay, but Joe Burrow say, would too. That's the, the point that you're missing is you're attaching too much juice to Patrick Mahomes. That's in a fine. Because Burrow, Burrow, Allen and Herbert would also elevate. I, I don't agree with Allen. I think Mahomes is at least a win better than Allen every year. And I think he's better than I, I, Herbert. I, I, Great quarterback, but let, we give him a little too much credit. He has trouble making the playoffs with that Chargers team. So what do you? Why? Why would he be better? That Chargers team, who you think is better than the Chiefs? So why would Andy you put Reed. Harvard in that? Because Brandon Staley versus Andy oh, Reid. Right. If right. you're driving, I, you're putting Patrick Mahomes with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert with Andy Reid. Guess what? Justin Herbert's going to win. 
Let me say this. I think Mahomes and Burrow are the two quarterbacks that can take 30-plus teams to the playoffs. Martin, um, are there more quarterbacks, or is uh, 30 a high number, Do you, or do you agree with that? Uh, I think Joe is in a – I think Joe, while, while great, I think the number's a little less for Joe Burrow. Maybe, maybe like – but because Joe's got a ton of weapons, too. That's the thing that – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest Joe Burrow fan inside the Mississippi – but he's got two number one wide receivers. Joe Mixon as the running like they, they got, and they try to run the ball. But I do to today's point, which on his face is kind of silly. But he has to overcome Zach Taylor a little bit, and it feels like Joe Burrow. Also, bad whereas, offensive line in three years. He was sacked more than anybody. Like it wasn't true. close, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Andy Reid is uh, a net plus as a as an offensive play okay. call. Okay, all right. All right. Spaghetti, you want to add to this? Because it went well into the weekend, these uh, tweet exchanges. <laughs> well, I mean, Andy Reid in the beginning of his career with the Eagles had Donovan McNabb, who was a, a definitely upper echelon yeah. of the NFC quarterback group. And, like, you know, they did reach the Super Bowl. They had a couple title game appearances, and they didn't get across, over the hump. Uh, I'm with you that with Martin, that Burrow's a smidge below Mahomes. I think Mahomes just could do extra stuff that other quarterbacks can't. And it just that's really what it's about. It's like – the Chiefs are void of talent at a lot mm -hmm. of positions, and Mahomes just covers up all their flaws. And yes, Andy Reid's a great coach, but I think if you put Andy Reid with Justin Herbert, it's not the same effect. Yeah. Okay. So let's agree. But, but the bottom line agree. is where the whole thing started was: is Patrick Mahomes that much better than the second best? And we're not even. It, people have pointed out to me on social media, and rightly is like, we're, we've reduced this now to just. NFL QBs. It's the most important position, but I don't, you know, if you start talking Aaron Donald and other guys like that, like, sure. but just to the QBs, I mean, I think, you know, you, you said it, Eddie Spaghetti just said it. Mahomes is a smidge better than the second best, but he's not, it, it's not leaps and bounds better. Like it is McDavid versus whoever you have as your second best. All right, that's player. fine. So that's where it all comes. You down. win the original point and then lose everything after that. Can we just, let's just agree. Long <laughs> <laughs> uh, bed beats Mississippi state. I'll take this loss today. I gotta say the Lamar Jackson thing. I, I thought about it a lot this weekend. I don't know why, but I, it is fascinating. And I, I, normally I'm like, okay, these guys are all going to get rich. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, maybe he's getting screwed, but I see both arguments. I see the collusion argument and I see the Ravens want to sit back and see what ha I, I see it equally. I really do. Like I see Lamar Jackson, like I could definitely see the Ravens saying, Hey, um, we don't know if he's our guy. He didn't make it to the finish line the last two years. His yards per carry have gone down every year. I want to let, let's see what's out there. Let's see if anyone takes them from us. Otherwise, we don't want to part with $55 million. I could also see the owners getting together and say, hey, this Deshaun Watson thing is going to screw us for many, many years. Let's stand put, stay put here. Nobody budge on this, Lamar Jackson. It's a shame he's a good guy, but he has to be the sacrificial lamb. I am, I, I don't know. It, it, it equally could be either, Shaq. I really feel that way. I think the answer is, I'm sorry, this is uh, not a great response. Both of those things are accurate. That's exactly right. They So then there was collusion then. So you're saying there was... I mean, but, you know, people are getting caught up in, and rightly, yes. I guess when you start slinging words around like collusion, it's borderline right. crime or against the rules right, and all that. Yes. And so people, people back off and are careful with that. That's not journalism. 
to say that. Whatever you want to call it, call whatever what word you want. Did the are the other thirty one ownership groups PO'd at the Haslam's? Yes, we knew that a year ago. That's yeah. why I told you they were going to hold it against whoever came up in this spot there. And yeah, the Ravens a year ago, rightly, they have for the last three or four years built a certain kind of offense. And people want to nitpick when when I and other people say that the Lamar Jackson can be a pocket passer. Maybe he can. Yes, he has. There are indications that if you give him Mark Andrews plus one or two other guys, Rashad Bateman was tracking in that direction. But I, I think it's a little overstated that Lamar Jackson can't succeed unless he's in that offense. But the Ravens did build that offense around Lamar Jackson for a reason, and it has cost them certain wide receiving yes. options and otherwise. And and the Ravens rightly are saying, I, I said this a year ago, last offseason. I said, Lamar, hold their feet to the fire now, because if you get to the offseason, the spring of 2023, and you do not make it through 2022 in good health and get that team to the playoffs, that's they it. will that's rightly exactly resent it. you for it. And they will hold it against you. That, and here we it. are, as they should. He is a certain kind of a guy who has been hurt in back-to-back seasons. And they are not in in the conversation right now as one of the best teams in the AFC. That's a failure. They are right, Eric DaCosta, on All down right. to be like, is this definitely the best way for us to go? I wouldn't want to pay him $150 million guaranteed either right now for the next five years. Yeah, Martin, the collusion argument uh, holds more water if – Lamar Jackson makes it through the season, right? If, if he if he puts up good numbers, takes him to the playoffs, and is a couple of years removed from an MVP and got through the year, then it's like, oh, my God, this is collusion. Of course they should sign him. But it's a little well, tricky. I, th- right? I think the collusion argument will hold more weight if he does, in fact, not get a, a nice, significant contract. It's a little early to say it's a conspiracy. You have to let it play out first, right? Like, you know, you can't say off day one of free agency that nobody's... I guess, in. I guess. And, it, yeah. and uh, while odd that five teams came out, you know, essentially and, and released statements through beat reporters and the like, uh, it is a logical question to turn around, ask the team, and then reporter to put it out there. Like, it's not... Yeah. The one plus one does equal two there. Uh, I just can't imagine why. I, I I will be very surprised if we start this NFL season and Lamar Jackson is not playing on a contract that is eighty percent at minimum guaranteed. Interesting for some mm. like because yeah. for cause one year you're talking about or long term deal. I'd say at least at least uh, at least two three years. Like at least the first two three years of contracts like guaranteed. Like I'm looking at guys like Derek Carr getting thirty five million basically guaranteed for two years like Daniel Jones and all the rest of these, it's like there's no way that now that I will be pointing all the way at collusion there. But with the Ravens, well, but that's signing second, that, third I'm, tier, right? I think the owners got together and said, okay, the next big, big, big name that's going to cost $55 million. If it is collusion, that's what they, those are the guys are talking about the boroughs and the coming up and that's right. Know, and the Herberts and you're putting and him in the wrong category. Jackson. Yeah. But yeah. Martin's putting no, him but in I'm the wrong category. Like, he saying, won't I'm, take that. Right? Uh, but it, right now he's slated to make thirty-two million if he signs this non-exclusive right. franchise tag. I don't see him making that either. So I see some between now and 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 the, and the end credits of this whole movie. I see some other team coming in there and offering something that he will agree to. Then the Ravens and that team can figure out the compensation. And then and the and the Panthers thing not complicates it, but shines a light on it even more. It's like oh boy, they're willing to 
part with these draft picks and everything else for an unknown. But I guess the difference is the base salary, right? So 55 sure. is still a big number, whether it's f fully guaranteed or not. One day a GM is going to figure this out, how to defer these payments so that, okay, we can give you 50%, um, you know, guaranteed or 85%, but you don't get it till 2029. Not a Bobby Bonilla deal, but still you have to wait four or five years. And that, who doesn't like that? The GM gets to keep his job for three or four more years, right? The owner doesn't care. They're going to be able to sell the team if they want, and they don't ever sell anyway. And uh, you just have to get the agents on board. But it ultimately is more money. I just feel like kicking the can down the road check. That someone's going to Billy Bean this and figure it out. It's not going to matter in a few years. Well, the Saints and Steelers, well, notably, are, are teams that, that that do that or or did do that. The Saints continue to do it. It, I mean, it really goes to show. Who was it, Eddie Spaghetti? It was Jason Luck and four on minus three uh, about two years ago said this, and he and he's right. He said, you know, the Bucks deal with Tom Brady just exposes the fact that if cash can make everything right, you know, the idea that like we don't have the money because we're up against the cap is kind of jive. Teams can always right. conjure it in terms of cash and figure out how to make those payments to your points out. I hate talking about math. I don't fully understand what the hell goes on when they do those deferred payments. Well, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, bonus like rather Prescott. than a guaranteed yeah. money versus year to yeah, year. Brady did it every year where he restructured. Right. I'm like, just, how about that restructuring just happens before the contract? Like, can't you just do that? I don't know. Maybe I don't understand it, but I will say one more thing about collusion. Like, yes, you're right. Check it. We, we use it as if it's a dirty, um, like a legal, someone's going to go behind bar. Like these owners are going to say all share a, a jail, jail cell, but, you know, collusion, nobody's paying a running back a lot of money anymore, right? I think we saw that. Like, the Zeke contract is ridiculous. Drafting Zeke or Lennon Fournette in the top five is, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon again. If you see a, a running back taken, it's going to be late first round for a team who just needs another piece in there. Um, is that collusion? Sure it is, right? Uh, did they get together? I don't know if there was a board meeting in Vero Beach or whatever, but... Now they don't pay running backs as much. They don't sign them in the top four or five. It's collusion based on data, right? So that's okay. That we're okay with, but this we're not okay with. I know it's a little bit different, but think about it. I mean, it. they it said it. The I mean, yeah. Steve Bashotti said it a year ago. It was, it's Steve not Buscemi like, said like, it too. Yeah. From the, <laughs> from the, uh, I mean, they, <laughs> they, uh, right. That mean, like, uh, it's not like it's some secret that we that we aren't privy to. They didn't like yes. that Haslam gave that kind of money a year right. ago, and you right. can tell that they that they resented it then. So here here we are with that. What I think is in, I still say Atlanta Falcons. That makes so much sense because the Falcons are in a different boat. They're not playing for an NFL. They're not playing for the Lombardi anytime soon right now. What they need is a splash, yeah. a PR, some, something that'll uh, put the, the shine the light on them. And by the way, would make them a, a, a really good pick in the NFC South, at least in 2024. Well, Who knows what happened? Go get Lamar Jackson. But the one I thought was interesting was Daniel Jeremiah. Now that the Colts have said, that they don't love any of those guys in in uh, in the draft, draft, Bryce Young on down. First of all, the best thing that could happen for football would be is if the Indianapolis Colts just announce every year new quarterback. Every year we're gonna do. It. We're gonna have a skills competition. <laughs> they have. Have. Well, they new, yeah, right. Because we're gonna do that every year. Every year now, going yeah. forward, we're gonna have a big vote. 
from America. Everybody gets a vote. Yeah, in, it's a new Jersey news for quarter. everybody. Yeah. It'd be fun. Nice. Um, but short of that, he said, why don't they take a run at Lamar Jackson? I don't think Lamar Jackson is like, if I were the Jets, I would not be excited about that. Like they're, they're like, what if Rogers turns them down? Then you turn to Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Would you be excited if you're a Jets fan built based on the way that team's built? I think the Colts though are an interesting thought there. If you put Lamar Jackson on that team, I think then you're kind of a curveball team listen, to go I, I against Trevor he, Lawrence. He helps the all these teams. He helps all these teams. And check, you're lying to yourself. I don't care. The Steelers should go after him too if everybody loves him so much. Well, they, they should. Make any sense. Why does they have it a guy on his rookie guy? They what? have a guy going into his second year. Is the object of the game to win? Then then it makes sense. Who cares? You you picked him two rounds too early. Pick it. It's fine. He's a good backup. It's fine. He'll be great at that. But oh, honestly, it, he helps all these teams if if you're willing to take the chance on him. Um, but the Rodgers thing is interesting. By the way, the Jets have the six best odds to win the Super Bowl. And as far as I know, Martin, their quarterbacks are Mike White, <laughs> Joe Flacco, or Zach Wilson right now. So the odds are completely baked in that Aaron Rodgers go, is going there. Um, and this is a, a, a why should we trust this guy? He's so fickle. I mean, him going to Denver was as done a deal as him going to the Jets, and that didn't happen. So why are the Jets plus 230 to win the AFC East? The Dolphins, after signing Jalen Ramsey, are 4-1, to one, and uh, the Bills are plus 110, and I love that the Patriots are in last, dead last 8-1. to one. But, Martin, is this uh, banking on the Jets getting Rodgers too much? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's a done deal. I really once I know I said the last episode once Woody Johnson was on the plane flying to California or wherever to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Like, I just imagine what that means. I just feel like Aaron Rodgers definitely was not wearing shoes when they had that sit down conversation over 50, 60 million dollars and how they're going to work that contract out. But I think they'll work that contract out because it's kind of what the Jets do. Like, they draft a guy and he sucks and then they'll sign, they'll try to sign some guy who's over the hill and all. And while I don't think Aaron Rodgers is all the way over the hill, I think he's still got some good years left in him. Yeah, that that to me would be my number one guy. If, like if I was trying to win now, that's where I would go. Now, well, it, yeah, I was about to say now I I would be all in on Lamar Jackson too, but so I don't know. I don't know what quarterbacks are good anymore. I guess I guess my <laughs> my evaluation skills are off. Geno Smith. <laughs> Geno Smith right. got it. Uh, was winning at halftime or down by one to the 49? I don't know what, what it was right there. But Shaq, Patriots 8-1 to one is delicious. I love that. It's, not, it's not that the I funniest bet thing. It, but I love it. I love that that they're stuck in fourth place there. Odds by wise. the way, is there a better fit out there? You thought you want to talk about like where a guy would win, a good talent would uh, match with. If Lamar Jackson went to the San Francisco 49ers, yeah, they're to, they're so jammed up between <clears throat> Purdy and uh, yeah, Trey well, Lance and everything. It's not yeah. going to happen. But I mean, imagine if you put Lamar Jackson in that offense. Well, Think that about to Brock me is Purdy. a waste of money. That's a waste Jeez. of money when you when oh, you when you. Go I hear you. I hear yeah. because Brock Purdy got him pretty right. close. But if you put Lamar Jackson, wouldn't they be the prohibitive NFC sure. favorite all of a sudden? Um, yes. I um, I You're think right? that. I think that I, I almost had a stroke. <laughs> I think the Patriots is the funniest thing about the AFC East because once yeah. Aaron Rodgers lands with the Jets, they're going to be plus a thousand. Are the yeah, Patriots I'm trying to think what the, the Jets odds. But so will that be a well, coin flip between them and the Bills if the well, they no, actually I, do, or is it completely baked into the line at this point? You gotta, I gotta slow your roll. Gotta wait this one out, everybody. I I, I turned to you, cousin Sal. I know you were busy mm -hmm. with the Oscars on Sunday, but I was in, interested in your thoughts. 
once Rodgers goes to the Jets, the right. Dolphins become the best play to win the division out there because they'll Value go up. Wise, to like, you're saying, right? Won't you're- they go up to seven to one against the Bills uh, and the Aaron Rodgers Jets? Won't <laughs> won't Tua and the sad Dolphins? Everybody will be like, yeah, remember? Uh, see, they were frauds last year. As I keep saying. He doesn't get hurt. They win the division a year this past season. They're going to win it this season. I think five to one. I think it would go up to five to one. I don't like, I don't know, man. Anytime he's, you know, with with Tua, like every concussion is going to count as three. Any near concussion is going to be, he's going to have to, I I don't like that situation there. I feel bad. He needs that that thing that the lady at the Oscars wore. He needs that big, (laughs) right. That big thing, so nobody can get anywhere close to his head. Martin, what's the best bet in the AFC East uh, sight unseen with this Aaron Rodgers stuff? Uh, I probably would go with the Dolphins, too. I I think the Bills, I think it's definitely not the Bills, which, you know, my definitely not Tampa strategy last year made me a whole bunch of money, as you can tell. No, but I definitely uh, think the Bills take a step back. So I will look at the Dolphins, because if they can't keep to an upright, I like their I mean the speed on the outside is you can't you can't deny it. And Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey are two of the better top cornerbacks in the league. Like they should be able to press up outside and basically like I wouldn't want to play either side of their ball, like on their skill position. So it's all gonna come down to how they're able to offense how they're able to block and rush the passer. And that's why they got Bradley Chubb, and, you know, they made a big deal for him. So if they can keep Tua upright, but Again, they did start three different quarterbacks last year. So yeah, that's true. I'd say if they can address that, and they got to run the ball better too. Just, just fundamentally, like that's a fundamentally. Fun that's a fun it's like Mike McDaniel's just runs away from running the ball. I mean, yeah. I, I can't believe I, I really I, I've I've turned the corner now on this Jets thing. I know the Jets fans are sad people and they just want to see a winner and they're willing to trade their dignity for a run at a Lombardi and everything else. But I really think it's officially crossed the line now with with the, the horse paced hippie who craps in the dark, oh. um, who talks about retirement as much as he does. You're going to take that, Martin. this thing like this is this is your big savior i know he thinks of himself as a savior to more than just football he feels he's the savior to society of some sort but with one foot out the door and giving what's he doing he's giving an address on ayahuasca or or i mean what the hell are we for real i think he's he's speaking at a function he dates a witch i mean what are we talking about this is your guy you're you're sure this is the guy you want right now the last time Aaron Rodgers got slided in his career, he went out and won back-to-back MVPs. And I feel like him, Green Bay, saying we don't want you no more, might uh might light a fire up under him. I don't want to count him out. The worst thing about him is you got to. It's a year-to-year thing with him, right? I mean, I guess it is with everybody, but he he could win a Super Bowl, or, uh, and you're like, oh, I wonder if he's going to come back. Will he play for us again next year? Or oh, he made it to the championship game. That was great, boy. We have such potential. But are we going to be able to get him again next year? Yeah, I know we signed for four, but that that's the also the, the I, you know what. I I he got his Lombardi. I, I'm not taking mm-hmm. it, but uh, you know, I love the what if it. BJ Raji doesn't catch that deflected ball oh, in Soldier Field, whatever it was in 2010, and run that one in. He doesn't even get to a Super Bowl at this point. So he's definitely not, investing in him. That, know, that, 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 that's right. Spaghetti, that's exactly Martin, right. Spaghetti, Shaq pretends to care about QB wins, but it, he does it really. He'll what? He'll, he'll NFL everything to death, and they you yeah, don't, right. You don't care about it, like. 
Yeah, Mahomes is great, but this and that and this and the refs and this and this and this. And he would have nothing like, no, you don't care about QB wins. Stop. Of course, of course I do. And the, the distinction from Aaron Rodgers, it drops him out. He's one of the all-time greats. But the reason he's not in the top three anymore is because he didn't win enough in the playoffs. I, I'm I'm being perfectly consistent. And you're, you now fuck. you're taking it away from him. Why? He wasn't one or two plays away from beating the Bucs and, and going to the Super Bowl maybe that year. Like, come on. You guys, I mean, it's you been you a long time. He's been in the NFL and he's been the one Super Bowl. <clears throat> that's that, that's at some point that becomes hard to argue against. If Bosky doesn't uh, fumble the onside kick recovery, then I don't know. Maybe boom, there you go. Like, yeah, then he advances. Exactly. That's another playoff game. Every quarterback has their ifs. Well, if Rashard Mendenhall hadn't fumbled it at the start of the fourth quarter, the Steelers win. Roethlisberger has three rings. Rodgers has zero. You're giving him a ring still for the Seahawks Super Bowl, which is unfair, I think. But all right, listen, we got to get out of here. So let's take another break and then our plays of the day for Monday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let me start us off. The Celtics are playing this uh, terrible Hawks team. I'm usually going college uh, basketball, but there's none. There's none today until the NIT and the playing games tomorrow. So here's my pick. Jason Tatum under 29 and a half points, which doesn't make sense against this horrific uh, Houston team. What did I say? The Hawks at Houston. They've dropped 15 out of their last 16 games. 15 out of the last 16, Martin. And as far as Tatum goes, for the last five, he's had 30 or more. So why am I going against it? Because he, this is a three-quarter game for guys like Tatum. He's not going to play the full game. He'll get his 24 points. He'll put up a couple, uh, about two dozen points, and that'll be that. The Celtics have four games between now and Saturday. They're going to want to rest this guy. I know it's a weird way to come at an under but under 29 and a half for Jason Tatum. Martin, what you got? I like the thought process, and I know this. That Rockets team, oh. uh, they have to uh, – the Lakers and the Rockets, are. they play, I think it's Thursday of this week. Two, I th Yeah, they play twice more. I yeah. think the Lakers play them, right? They'll, if the Lakers lose either one of those games, uh, just uh, they should just, just pack it in now. That right. Rockets team is so bad. Um, I am picking – the Phoenix Suns to win the first quarter tonight. Wow. The Warriors have gotten off to slow starts pretty much all season long. It's not a blip. It's a trend. Uh, mm -hmm. As you see now, something like 20 games left. They don't score in the first quarter. Now at home, oftentimes they make up the difference and end up winning the game. So I'm not taking Phoenix for the whole game because Warriors are at home. But uh, this isn't a good basketball team, Golden State. Yeah. Back to yeah, back to Phoenix. I bet I did it, Martin. I ended up doing it. how many how much how long have we been looking at that to win the West thing where the Lakers, who are the four-way tie for tenth or ninth, I guess, uh, essentially, uh, have not much better odds, much better odds than Sacramento to win the West. Sacramento basically the two seed, or they are the two seed now, to win I'm the West. 14 to one versus 33 to one. I took Sacramento. I honestly think it could be a KD injury away from Sacramento winning the West, right? I mean, so, the, the, literally three to one. Last night, last night before I went to sleep, 
Yeah. But literally, it was the last thought that I had. I was like, I'm going to wake up in the morning and bet the Kings to win the West. Just do it. It's 33 to 1. My God. And 33 to 1. Because if, if, if they get to the second round, maybe I can even just hedge out of this thing. Who right. knows? Right. All right. Uh, go ahead now. Shaq, there's some hockey. There is some hockey, uh, an important game, probably more so for the Sabres than it is for the Leafs. Problem is Leafs are um, really starting to get it. Well, not starting to get it together. They've been good since the first month of the season, since the first month passed. Um, I'm going on this one just to keep it nice and even because I, I know you want winners, Sal. You don't want my fun bets as much. I'm going to just take the over in this one. It'll pay out at plus 100, over okay. seven goals. The Leafs, uh, the Sabres allowed 10 or 11 goals in a game the other day. They're generally in shootouts. The Leafs have gone over a couple of times. The last time these two teams play, they easily played, they easily transcended seven goals. If you want to make it a little juicier, throw the Leafs in on the money line. It goes up to plus 177. I don't know if it's worth it to do that, though. Just go over and enjoy a, a, a game with a lot of goals between two of these Wales Conference um, teams right. that are that are fun to watch. Two All of the right, best go. watches in the league against each other. Those are our three picks for Monday. We'll make a nice graphic on, about it, and we'll put it on Twitter, um, and we'll be back Wednesday. Boy, we got a lot going on. Check real quick, uh, as uniformant, did you check out those Great Britain uniforms in the uh, World Baseball Classic? Possibly I did, the worst and ever. my simple reaction is they couldn't be more English. They, they, this, they're so perfect <laughs> and dull and drab and whatever other <laughs> words you want to say. Perfect. Well done. You've represented yourself perfectly, England. Just Chef's get kiss. whatever font is, is available, please. What's really the good. most boring of all fonts? That's it then. Brilliant. <laughs> I feel I thought I was talking to Hugh Grant there. That was amazing. Thank you. We uh no and and the spacing is weird too because where you uh, where the yeah, button separates small. the words. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're taking from the World Baseball Classic. Go make uh, fun of Tate Frazier for uh, his UNC heels and not playing yes. in the NIT. <laughs> They're too good for it. No, Tate yeah, we're not going to show against up. all odds. Yes, Creeps. he will be on. Uh, Tate picked UNC and Illinois in the beginning of the year. He's got a lot to uh, answer to here. Um, Martin, it's you and it's Mark Gunnels, Lemon Pepper Parlay. You'll be talking about all things NBA boy. What a log jam. I didn't like the play in, but I really, I, I kind of, it's fascinating. You look at Utah, Oklahoma city, the Lakers, uh, and the Pelicans, all 13 games out. They're not catching Denver, but they're all nine, 10, 11, 12. What is this going to look like? Martin? See, this is, it's the, uh, the Western Conference standings is perfect for the play-in because yeah. it's just like everybody's going to have to continue to play out, you know, right. as as uh, well, everybody's going to continue to play out the entire time. I love it. Now, Eastern Conference, you probably could, uh, we, we probably don't need it, but we it's the it. Western Conference. We got it's top awesome. Six, good enough. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. I want to remind everyone out there: you may feel like underdogs, but remember, you're all my favorites. <laughs> We'll